Welcome to Nightmare 365. This is the center of weirdness for the entire planet. There's tons of unsolved mysteries out there. Witches still exist. What about monsters? Do you believe in ghosts? Bigfoot is not out there. Bigfoot is definitely out there. UFOs are real. UFOs might be real. Do you believe in conspiracies? I consider myself a conspiracy theorist. I want to believe in all these case files. Trust no one. The government lies to you. We're just two brothers exploring the unexplained, mysterious, and spookiness that lives among us. What's going on, all you mystery seekers? Welcome back to the Nightmare 365 podcast. Greg is just still fixing himself. On today's episode, Greg recently watched the Amityville Horror. Are right, you good? Am I good? We, we've been we're doing the show already, bro. We're good. We're doing. We're good. Yeah, we're good, man. How are you doing today? Doing great. This is Greg. I'm Matt. And we're from the Piccolorellas. <laughs> oh my God, you're just a, a ball of energy today. Yeah. So I wanted to talk about the Amityville Horror House. All right. Um, since it's like basically right in our backyard, like three hours away. I recently watched like a special on it, and where was the special? It was on the History Channel. Love the History Channel. Yes, I do. Um, History's greatest mysteries. You two love the History Channel. I don't know why. Yeah, and like most people just know of the Amityville Horror House of um, George and Kathy Lutz. They don't really know like kind of the backstory prior to the house. I don't think. What I found interesting, what they went through was. Ronald DeFeo Jr. shot and killed his whole family. Yeah, Six five people. Five people were murdered in 1974. And, and he got crazy. convicted of second-degree murder and all this, all this things. He claimed in early 2000s that his sister was actually the one that came up with the idea to kill his mom and dad. Well, I saw a documentary a long time ago, so I don't remember it, and I would love to try to find it. I think it was maybe Unsolved Mysteries, or there was a documentary crew that came in mm-hmm. to look at that, actually, DeFeo murders, because they found that there was weapons. I guess there's like a channel or some type of creek yeah. right by the house where they found an old gun. Yeah, they, they, they did go over that. So when the police came to the DeFeo household because Ronald went to the local bar and claimed like that his family was murdered or his yeah. parents were murdered. Right. The cops actually showed up and started an investigation of like what actually happened. And they found a rifle on the back, like part of the house near, near the channel. But yeah, I want to say in like 2000, around 2005 that the, the police did an investigation in the channel and found a handgun that could have been used for the murder as well, but they couldn't tie it together because it was so like rusted and worn. That begs the question, was there another person involved? Was there an accomplice? Yeah, could so, it have been his sister? Could it have been somebody else, his friend? Or So Ronald claims, you know, um, when, they, when he got interviewed, that his sister came up with a plan. One of his friends was actually there to help. His sister killed the mom and the dad, or he killed the mom and the dad, and the sister went rogue and killed the the younger siblings. Really? And then he shot her because he was so, like, enraged that he killed the siblings. So where was this, like, a recent documentary or? So it was, like, a recently updated episode of History's Greatest Mysteries on the History Channel. It's, like, a new series. But 
I don't know. That that's what I found like most most like intriguing and, and compelling to me is because everyone thinks that Jordan Kathy Lutz are like the ones that made the house famous, but they bought it about six months after these murders and the conviction of, of Ronald DeFeo Jr. went down. Yeah, Ronald DeFeo, he was 23 at the time, and he used a 35 Marlin rifle, mm-hmm. murdered his entire family while they were asleep. It's crazy, man. I, it's just, this is weird to me, this whole situation. Did the Lutz family take this story and just keep going with it, saying like, oh my God, it's, see, it's haunted because these people like committed you know, these heinous acts in, in this house. And then all of a sudden we're going to use it to get like famous and rich. Like people do now. With well, yeah, media. he tried to, he tried to get famous like with a book deal and everything like that. And he actually used the same lawyer that Ronald DeFeo used to like, when he was on trial, Ronald DeFeo had a lawyer and George and Kathy Lutz actually used that lawyer to strike up a book deal. Yeah, see that that whole story, it I don't know. I, I really don't know what to believe. Like, I love mysteries like this, where all right, this guy Ronald DeFeo Jr. killed his family. Yeah. So there, there's something to that. We know that it's it, it's fact. There's nothing that says like all right, we're just a Lutz family. And we couldn't even last 30 days in this house. Yeah, they lasted 28 days, and they had like. Ed and Lorraine Warren come in. Yeah, this was their first, I think, big investigation, right? Ed and Lorraine Warren. Yeah, they were they were known for prior to that as like the to investigate like the voodoo doll. Yeah, that was like their big thing, and then they they investigated the house, and they couldn't. I don't know, like they couldn't even stand like a couple hours in the house, and then they came back two weeks later with a whole investigation team, and like the famous photo of like a boy creature. Like entity ghost in the second floor bedroom was seen. Yeah, I mean, I love stuff like this, and I think the house sold. Not well, I guess it, it's it's been a number of years. Yeah, the Amityville house officially sold in February 2017 at the un, undisclosed owner for over six hundred thousand dollars, which was a two hundred thousand dollars less than the original asking price. It's been previously owned by four other families since the murders, one of which had been addressed to 108 Ocean Ave. The house originally stood at 112 Ocean Ave. Yeah, I mean... Oh, dude, I remember this photo. Yeah, that, that was the photo of, like, the kid, like, on their... They, they set up a... Ed and Lorraine Warren set up a video camera, and they captured that. See, that's another so thing I would love to talk about is Ed and Lorraine Warren. Because a lot of people think they're frauds. Right. I've heard two different stories. It depends on what you believe in. Sure. So I don't know, man. This is this would be a cool topic to actually talk about, too. But, like, even after that, they they were saying that after the Lutz family moved out, um, every owner since them has never had any experience in the house. Yeah, well, it said there's four other families that's, you know, since lived there since the murders happened in 1974. Yeah. So, yeah, it does raise some questions, man. It really does. And, I mean, obviously people, I always look at people like they're liars. They really are. Well, yeah. But the biggest thing for me was, and it was the weirdest thing, I wouldn't do this. If you knew what happened, let's say, in your own house, right? Right. I'm about to purchase this house, and there was, you know, five people, six people that died. They purchased all the furniture. Like, it came with the house. They purchased everything, even the beds. It came with the frame. Like, why? Like, no. I would be like, uh, no, I don't want anything. Like, I, w- I wouldn't want... I would want empty rooms... 
and I wouldn't want like the beds. Did, did you ever see the in. movies to these? Um, the only one I saw was uh, what's his face? Um, not from not from the seven or whatever the no, seventies eighties movie. No, the the newer one. What was uh, Reynolds? Yeah, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, that came in the early two thousands, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember exactly when that came out. Uh, no, I never seen like the original ones. I only saw that one. But I'm, like, I'm, I'm trying to remember. I've seen both of them, but I haven't seen them in years. Maybe I'll have to watch them again. Just because, like, again, like, I don't know if there's anything to like the Lutz's claims, but go ahead, tell me, tell me, I tell us, tell us. We want to know. I would just want to know. Is like, it was it real or were they just trying to make it up? Because they did interview the um, Kathy Lutz's son, who wasn't who who the father George Lutz wasn't the wasn't the biological father of. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, and they interviewed him, and he was like, "Yeah, my like he was very into the cult, very into like rituals and everything like that, and that had a lot to do with I think them." Like coming up with this Like story And he also said that he would wake up During the witching hour At 3 o'clock in the morning Yeah we talked about that just, So uh, I'm going to look that up While you say that Go ahead sorry And just like putzing around the house So it seems to me Like even the kid didn't like Believe like what was going on During that time That could be very true Yeah so we talked about The witching hour On one of our episodes Of the weekday weird On our YouTube channel So make sure to go over And subscribe And I found this website that talks about it and it actually says watch the full episode of the history's greatest mysteries online so i'm going to link this in the show notes which Mm -hmm. i think will be kind of cool but they said all right the lutz family experienced supernatural we'll get back to the witching hour so i want to bookmark the witching hour so it said yes stepfather george lutz lutz had a history of dabbling into the occult yeah which is all right george was said to wake up at 3 3 15 every morning which was around the time ron Carried out the murders again. Yeah. That witching hour, which we're going to come back to. Ron the fail, yeah. Ron the fail. The Lutz family claimed to smell strange odors, see green slime oozing out of the hall, the walls. Sounds like Ghostbusters. The to me. keyholes and experienced cold uh, spots in certain areas of the house. When a priest came to bless the house, he allegedly heard a voice scream, "Get out!" He told the Lutz to never sleep in that particular room. Yeah, that was one of the rooms that the uh, younger siblings, the two boys, were killed in. Which all the experiences that they had in this house, which I find fascinating, were in the movie. And I thought the movie really depicted it really well. Yeah. I mean, there was probably some embellishments from the original story. but And it says, other paranormal activity, a nearby garage door open and closing, an invisible spirit knock, uh, knocking a knife down in the kitchen, a pig-like creature with red eyes staring down at George and his son Daniel mm. um, from the window. And then George... Waking up to wife Kathy. I remember hearing about this too. And then I think it was in the movie. It was Mm -hmm. in one of the movies. Levitating off the bed. And then sons Dan and Christopher also levitating together in their beds. Like my only thing was like maybe they didn't like the house or maybe they couldn't afford the house. And they had to make up these stories and then try to sell it so they could pay for everything. I mean... Yeah, but then why would you buy the house to begin with if they couldn't afford it? Well, maybe they didn't know. I don't. I don't know. But well, like, if if the house was really haunted that badly, like, wouldn't wouldn't it persist after they left and like other owners took over it? I mean, it, it and could. would you buy that house if it was up for sale? Would I buy it? Yeah. I mean, I think it, I think see stuff like that. It, I I find fascinating. Mm-hmm. 
But again, like, I don't know. I'm not one. Even what we do with like Nightmare 365, like I like doing it. I enjoy it. Like I enjoy talking to you. I like enjoy doing the videos and it's fun. It's cool. And it gets me thinking about certain topics. But at the end of the day, like even sometimes it's a pain in the ass just for me to like make the videos. And I'm like, eh, I wouldn't go out of my way to like elaborate and then make all these hoaxes and spend like my whole day trying to make like a hoax. You know, but then again, if it's going to get me millions of dollars, maybe I would. I don't know. If somebody came and said, hey, I'm going to give you a million dollars to just make a video of you pretending to run out of the woods because Bigfoot was chasing you. Maybe I would. Again, from this article, too, that we're going to link in the show notes. After telling their story, George and Kathy Lutz, I guess, took a lie detector test mm-hmm. and it proved that they were innocent. They passed. Yeah, they did pass. So I don't know. Could they be really just good liars? Maybe. Yeah, it did say also, too, that they were bogged down in legal and financial issues, which prompt skeptics to believe, like you said, that motivated to create this fantasy story to sell to the public. And I guess the Lutz former lawyer, William Weber, who fell out with them over money issues, came out in 1979, claiming that three of them came up with the horror story over many bottles of wine. Yeah, well, yeah, that was the same lawyer who Ron DeFeo Jr. used in his defense. Yeah, and I guess their son, Dan, um, who lives a quiet life now in Queens, New York, as a stonemason, claims that the house ruined his life and that he continues to have nightmares to this day. Imagine, you know... Subjecting your kids to this shit No man And like you're just fucking them up for the rest of their lives What kind of sucks though is that he really has never made any money off of that Imagine that Like you had to endure all that shit And then your parents parents just Movies and books and all this stuff And your parents scared the crap out of you Yeah Yeah, that's that's the most fucked up part about it Yeah it says I guess Ron DeFeo is really still alive No he died in 2021 Uh, So when was this article from He died yeah uh, Last year in yeah, prison. Oh, so this was updated October 2020. Uh, the original article was from 2017. Yeah, because it says as when this. So I guess they have to update this after he was serving six 25-year-to-life sentences at the New York Corrections Facility. Claimed he heard voices urging him to kill his family. He has since changed his story multiple times. Yeah, his last his last iteration was his sister. You know, came up with the idea. Yeah, so you never know what to believe. Yeah, but getting back to the witching hour, because we did talk about it on one of our weekday weirds, and we're going to be talking about it on today's episode, I guess. In folklore, the witching hour, or devil's hour, is the time of night that is associated with the supernatural events, whereby witches, demons, ghosts are thought to appear and be at their most powerful. Yeah. I mean, is that, is, or is it just coincidental that that's maybe when most people are in their most like deep REM sleep? It could be. I don't know. Like, how long does it take to actually fall in a deep, you know, sleep? Uh, definitions vary, it says, and include in the hour immediately after midnight and the time between 3 a.m. and 4 a.m. The term now has been widespread, blah, blah, Yeah, I don't know. Is there something to it? Because a lot of people that are very spiritual, you know, talk about the witching hour. And it seems to be, you know, go far back in history, too. The phrase witching hour began at least as early as 1775 in, in a poem. By Benjamin Franklin. Dude, that'd be sweet if it was. But no, it's not Benjamin Franklin. Night, which was... Uh, the, Night Shyamalan. That'd be sweet, too. Reverend Matthew West. Uh, though its origins may go back even further to 1535, where Catholic Church 
prohibited activities during 3 and 4 a.m. time frame due to emergent uh, fears over witchcraft in Europe. Goddamn witchcraft. So, so a lot of this stuff does have ties to very spiritual, religious people, but then also, I guess you could say... The occult. The well, demonics. the occult and then just spiritual people in general, not necessarily like has to do with like religion. The incubus, the succubus. That's it. Mutilations. 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 Oh, we got to play that. Mutilations. Ray comes up with a winning Ray idea. Comes up with a winning idea. Yeah, I, don't know. I, I think that though the Amityville Horror House is something is still fascinating to this day. Even like what it reminds me almost like of the person like the Watcher House. Remember we talked yeah, about that yeah, yeah. a bunch of times. Like that almost like kind of is like very similar to me because that isn't that in New York too, Long Island. Yeah. So like that's or a, no, that was uh, upstate New Jersey. Upstate New Jersey. Yeah. yeah sorry. Yeah. No. Like, so that's like almost kind of like the same story and same concept of like a house being haunted or like being haunted by the past owners or anything like that. Yeah. I I wouldn't say that this is, I don't know. It is cool because it is a fascinating story. Like there's movies that came out of it, books that came out of it, you know, different documentaries that came out of this. So I think this is, even if it's made up, it's one of the best made up hoaxes ever because it's still talked about what thirty years later, forty yeah, years later. Because it does have ties to a real murder. Yep. You know, and then the house itself. Like I love how they show like the side of the house, or is that the front of the house? Um, I don't know. Uh, I think it's a, like technically it's like the side. Side. Yeah. But it, it has been synonymous with just like being creepy like the eyes i remember always seeing that yeah the and before eyes. i knew anything about like the story itself i kind of just grew up on this story through the movie yeah and then you see the picture of it and it looks like the eyes the mouth like so it looks like one of those monster house demon houses yeah, that you see does. yeah i mean this one you could pretty much talk and like debate for hours but even that. like Ed and the rain warren like that's even an episode in and of itself because there were, you know, this couple that met in a bar and he, she was a psychic and he was like a demonologist, you know, supposedly. You know, it would be really cool to get people on because I would really still love to talk about them too. Mm-hmm. And there's, I forget the person's name where I found it years ago where they talk, like they pretty much, they don't believe yeah. Ed and Lorraine Warren, but then there's also people that are out there that believe them wholeheartedly. You know, so I think it'd be kind of cool to get two people that kind of disagree and we'll talk about it because I have my feelings, too. And the people that debunk them make so much sense. Yeah, they do. And then some of the stuff, like, how do you explain that? Like, were they there also just faking it? Because here's my thing, too, with the Amityville, like tying it in and the picture that you showed me. And mm-hmm. I think you should send that. I'll have to find it because. The person that they capped, or like the kid, the kid one yeah, of the kids that died. It does look died. like the, the, one of the DeFeo kids, like the youngest kid. So it does look like it. Are they using this murder, you know, from 1974, just to kind of like prop them up and like fake this? I mean, if they did, they did a great job because then they became like pretty much famous and household names in the paranormal field in the world. Yeah, see, this is like my thing. All right. Did so they, you basically you got two people who got f- like not famous, but yeah, I guess famous made some type the of money. Lutzes and the Warrens, Warrens, over this one house. Yeah, and picture how many movies were made between the two of them. 
Yeah, like what what was the other movies that are like Chucky, I guess you could say was made off of the doll from and Lorraine Warren. I mean there's there's a lot of things. I mean, think about all the conjuring movies now yeah. that are out there and like the nun and all like the spin offs mm-hmm. to that movie, you know, to the Warrens. I mean, they have a museum. People really and one of our good friends, I forget what his thoughts were, but mm-hmm. Brian. Brian talked about like meeting them and I think he met them a couple times. Um, before Ed died. I don't know. He might have just met Lorraine, but uh, I think he believes them. Okay. So, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I'm kind of curious, like, since I'm not, like, a psychic or I don't have those abilities and can't tap into that, like, how realistic is that? And they did bring a lot of investigators to the Amityville Horror House, and they all have experienced something. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Like, you have people, are, are they just not sensitive to it? You know, where they come in, there's four families that actually live there, and they don't experience anything? Or is it now that, I don't know, it's just made up, and these people, like, why? Because I always find it interesting that there's people out there, every time they go to Gettysburg, every time they go into a house, it's like, oh, there, there it is, it's floating around. Oh, there it is, you know, like, there's something there. I mean, but, I could say that, too. Right, but at the end of the day, it's like, it's just bullshit. Something threw him down. Something threw him down, dude. But at, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like there's, I don't know, I just feel like it's... It's too watered down, you can't see something every single time, I get it. Yeah, it's almost like, all right, really, should I... It, it, it takes away your credibility to me. Yeah, I think so. Because it's like, all right, really, you're going to see something. Like, are you that open that you see something every time you go somewhere or every time, like, you have an experience or every time you touch the and, Ouija board? But there's board? no way to verify it, so... That's you, that's you my thing, though. Like, You can't... If I, if I go to a house every time and I'm 100%, I always see a ghost, that, to me, is a red flag. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, this one's pretty cool. I'm going to have to watch this. This was recently on. History's Greatest Mysteries. History's Greatest Mysteries. I'm going to try to I'm gonna pull did, it up. They did one about the uh, Diaflov Pass that we did. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and they did one about... Um, so season three episode... Sorry to cut you off. Season three, episode five, the Amityville Horror, which aired on March 21st, 2022. Yeah. The body of uh, the Summerton Man. That was also a good one. Damn, you, I really got to watch these. Oh, yeah, the... The yeah, Outlove Pass. Yeah, their conclusion with that was they don't really know what happened. That one we should revisit, and also, like, the American one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to watch this. So there's already been seven episodes. So season one had six episodes. Season two only had four? I, I never watched season one or two. Maybe we'll have to, I'll have to do that. And these are all on the History Channel. Yep. I'm going to have to uh, favorite this. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good show. It's a good show. I don't know. You have anything more to add? I don't. That, I was, don't. that was all like, yeah, I want to talk about the Amityville Horror House because, like I said, most people don't know that Ronald DeFeo Jr. killed his whole family. Yeah. That's and that's where it basically all started and stemmed from. It all began November 13th, 1974. Like, imagine that. You, you having such a gripe with your family. You killed everybody. The only thing that doesn't make sense about those murders... Everyone was lying in bed sleeping. If you heard a gunshot, especially if you're you're a kid, wouldn't you get out of bed? Well, that that poses the question. So there had to be a second shooter, right? And that that's what they always said in that that one documentary. And you said it, they mentioned it in this one mm-hmm. where they did find a pistol that was in that water. Yeah, because like 
even if you killed the parents first, you still got the other siblings to kill. So somebody would get out of bed. Well, Unless, like, you told them, like, get back in bed or I'll kill you. I mean, that's possible. Or there is possibility that one or two of them may not have heard something. I don't know. Maybe they're such deep sleepers. Maybe they had a fan going. Maybe the, you know, the heat was on that time. I don't, I don't know. Like, you you can't know the full no. story or paint the full picture because we weren't there. We don't know. I don't know. I wasn't even alive when this happened. No, we weren't. Yeah, this one's really cool. I don't know. This story, I, I think, will live on and then there's always going to be believers and there's always going to be the non-believers and that's one thing that frustrates me though like last point is you're never going to know the full story just because everybody throws in like their little piece of it and it's like oh this is exactly what happened and it's like "Mm, it didn't happen that way yeah so i don't know man yeah this one's this one's weird i don't know if you have your own amityville story let us know but thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the podcast weekday weird style it was definitely a weekday weird style and if you like this content head over to our youtube channel hit subscribe please that would really help us out yeah subscribe check out our shop at nightmare365.com where you can buy all of our merchandise and use the yeah use the code dot com like greg says use the code dot com now use the code stay spooky also, what I really want to say is you're listening to this podcast. You're not going to get, you know, you're, this is unfiltered talk here, you know, between us. So this is like if you enjoy this type of podcast where it's just unfiltered, two brothers from New Jersey just kind of shooting the shit and trying to figure these spooky things out. This is what you're going to get from us. But our YouTube channel, that's where you're going to get kind of more polished, like crazy stories, videos that we discuss. I, I find our weekday weirds are more like. Uh, I would say like the paranormal caught on tape, like nine one one. Yeah, that's what I, I would describe so. as. And I think we should get out into the field more and do, you know, hometown haunt types, hometown haunt type stuff. So we got to start doing that more. Dot com. And May seventh, we will be at the New Jersey Devil's Fable Festival in Asbury Park, New Jersey, from I think it's twelve to six. Mm-hmm. But check us out there. So if you're in the area, that's where we'll be. And until next time, stay spooky. Stay spooky.